Welcome to Kava and Kettlebells, where we talk about kava, fitness, and life. Let's get kava fine. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is Charles. Hey guys, this is Heidi. Thank you so much for tuning back in. If you haven't already, please rate and review us. Follow us on whatever platform you listen. Follow us on Instagram at kava underscore kettlebells. Share with your friends and family and really help us get this message out. All right, on today's episode, we are going to be talking with Rochelle Campbell with Ohana Kava. So Rochelle, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, both of you. Yeah, so we're really excited. Um, So Rochelle owns a, a kava company, not a kava bar. So Rochelle, we'd love for you to just tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you kind of got into kava, introduce yourself, and we'll just kind of go from there. Of course. Thank you so much. Yeah, my my experience with kava, you know, I always tell people when I host kava circles or ceremonies like that I am no shaman, I am no master, I am merely a humble servant to the spirit of kava and um Kava has been a friend and an ally for me for 13 years. It's really helped me get through some sticky times and also just helped me navigate daily human life um, at, a, at the subtle body level as well. So, um, yeah, I first experienced Kava. Um, this is over 13 years ago now on the big island of Hawaii at a beautiful kava bar called Kanaka. And if any of the listeners ever roll through, um, please stop there. It's a beautiful kava bar, really small. There's not a lot of fancy drinks. They keep it very traditional there. It's right on the Lee drive, right on the ocean. It's really special. And I, uh, I walked into the bar and I was seeing how everyone was interacting with one another. And it wasn't like any, other bar situation I've ever seen. Like people were, you know, as you guys know, I've been to several people were really like talking and listening to one another, looking into each other's eyes. Like the connection that people were having, the experience was very palpable for me. And at the time I was abstaining from anything mind altering for um, almost five years, Um, you know, moving from a very colorful and toxic background with drugs and alcohol and relationships and so anyways I was taking this very long break and um so it felt like my I was very in tune I guess you could say or very sensitive to the energies anyways I proceeded to have two shells of kava and I started to have this experience of feeling like really comfortable in my body and that's not something that I've always experienced I've always kind of felt like from a young age that I was kind of an observer of my life experience not really in the driver's seat just sort of letting life happen to me and um, I felt for the first time what I identify now as of a feeling of feeling, you know, in my body, really like present and in control. And, um, I felt good and connected to, they were playing one of my favorite bands. They were playing foundation, the music and the energy was really lovely. So from that moment on, I was absolutely blown away that I had never heard of such an incredible plant medicine for what what I feel like it is now is is absolutely um, a medicine and a friend. I feel like I wish I would have known about this a lot earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Helped me out through some really icky times. uh, Rochelle, I'm curious, um, when you did go to the Kava bar for the first time, was it, uh, so was it just you or were you with like a friend or? 
Yeah, it was just me. That's awesome. So you just kind of stumbled upon it. Had you heard of kava before or was it totally a new concept to you? You know, I had kind of like heard people talking about it. I was on the Big Island for a few days beforehand. So I kind of heard like this talk of like kava or kava this and, you know, didn't really put anything to it. Wasn't any like desire to try it. You know, this, this experience was uh, very organic. Um, Yeah, which has kind of been the unfolding of my entire kava journey. Just just really organic you know at that time I I asked permission to bring it back to the mainland with me because I know how I was learning how sacred and um you know incredible this this plant was and so I asked permission from the bar owner and they showed me how they make it the the ceremony they do with it the prayer and and all about it and so um I brought it back with me and honestly the rest is history and the unfolding of me sharing it I you know I started making products right away I started making tinctures for myself and my friends and family just to kind of use and travel with I think tinctures are so easy we don't always have the time to stop and set up and filter and do all the stuff so um right. so yeah and like the 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 process of me creating a business ohana kava um was kind of a long process you know i really have let kava show me where it wants me to take it in my own personal life and um so yeah it kind of took me a long time to make an actual business i'm like can i make can i make abundance and can I make money from you know sharing this plant because to me it's so sacred and personal and helpful and I just really feel like people should know that this is an option and and of course I I you know stumbled over my own hurdles of like making money but like you know a lot of time and energy goes into the process of creating these products with love and intention and all those things so I've really gotten over that but um yeah I've really let this whole process be be organic and let the spirit of kava really really guide me and my approach you know the the products I'm really proud of the line of products I have I um I made a, a kava bomb, which is um, a topical kava bomb used for sore, intense muscles and joints. I have a lot of people getting back to me with incredible reviews, um, a group of runners in Massachusetts using it on their knees, people that are lifting, use it, using it on their sore, intense muscles. And um, yeah, so I'm really, That's awesome. really proud of that product. What, what else is in that topical bomb um, besides kava? That sounds um, super interesting. Yeah, it's incredible. It's um, so I use a um, lemon balm as well, which is okay. kind of like a cousin to kava in, in the sense that it's also used to relax the nervous yeah. system for stress and anxiety. Um, but the kava is infused in an olive oil. There's coconut oil, beeswax, shea butter, uh, lemon balm, vitamin E, and um, so yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing. I've actually had people use it on um, different rashes and things topically and had it work really well so yeah yeah for all of our um meatheads out there you'll definitely have to check that out for after your your training sessions yeah, that sounds awesome that myself <laughs> I, you, well you will it'll be in your package oh, the nice. oh that's <laughs> awesome that's we're super excited then to let everyone know um going back to i love what you said about wanting to get away from like mind altering substances. And that is something that people who have a history with, you know, alcohol or drug abuse, um, they're very nervous about kava because people refer to it as an alcohol alternative. So people assume that it's going to put their mind in the same 
you know, the same place at alcohol. Were you nervous at all to try the kava being on that, you know, abstinence journey? No, not at all. It wasn't, it wasn't even something that I actually thought about at the time. And then obviously since I've learned that, you know, kava is non-addictive um, and is actually has a reverse tolerance as yeah. we know. Right, yeah. super safe to use, which, which is, which is just incredible. And it's, it's one of those things that you could use it, um, you know, to help you relax, to help you engage and get work done during the day. Um but yeah, it's a, it's a completely safe alternative. But no, yeah, I, I, I wasn't nervous. Um, it, yeah, like what I felt like came over me was just this feeling of like observing the energy around me and being like, whoa, I want whatever is going yeah, on. Yeah, that's here. awesome. No, I think you described it in a good way too, because like we always try to tell people um, who, you know, maybe fortunately have a kava bar around them because, you know, they're not everywhere right now, but when you go to a kava bar, it's like a completely different energy. I mean, it's not even the same planet where, you know, universe as like a normal bar would be. Um, it's the the connections you make, it's conversation. And what I like about kava, and, you know, Heidi and I talk about this a lot, but, you know, when you drink kava, it, I feel like it really opens you up and it puts you like in this kind of like clear mental state to where you're feeling good and you're connecting better. So the conversations you're having you know, are actually meaningful and you, you know, I tell people, you know, who, who drink a lot, like you'll actually remember these conversations. Yeah, you'll be present and remember it. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's kind of been my um, approach. You know, I really wanted to start sharing kava in the way that, um, you know, it, it's been used for thousands of years by way of ceremony. You know, my background includes a lot of um, learning through like Native American cultures and sitting in sitting in ceremony and going really deep with one another. And what I feel like Kava does is really builds the foundation for any gathering. Like just how it was used in in ceremonies and ancient gatherings, it was used to bring people together. It really connects the hearts of those um, all those partaking. So I really use it before um, any of the retreats that I host. I really feel like it could be the foundation for any gathering that you're have because what happens is your heart gets open and it actually kind of activates the throat chakra some people call it the truth serum you know it gets you really talking and really wanting to engage in that in that super intentional and present way so I really use it in in that sense and um also I mean I feel like it sometimes like people want to use it as this one-time thing you know we want this overall thing that's going to cure the anxiety and I always tell people like yes cough is incredible but it really can help build the bridge to access some of these other tools that we also have you know like sometimes we forget that we have our breath to use or we have these simple tools in front of us but sometimes those aren't accessible when we're like you know, in a panic situation, or we can kind of feel paralyzed. So what Kava can do is help relax our nervous system enough to reach for those other tools, you know, to exercise, to do yoga or to meditate, because a lot of times those things aren't accessible in the moment. So Kava really helps build that bridge. Yeah, I love how you put that. I never really thought of it that way. But it is totally true that I don't necessarily think Kava is always the answer as in people want that answer like from medicine say it's not that kava is necessarily going to fix it for you but like you you really explained it perfectly it really just opens you up to 
help you see what other tools you have available and see what other things you can do for yourself. And like you said, it just really relaxes you and puts you in that that peaceful, pleasant place to be able to see, you know, think about, okay, what else can I do? What else can I try? Um, so yeah, you you said that perfectly. I would love for you to tell us, we'll get back to your products for sure. Um, but I think that's a good segue to talk about your retreats. So what sort of like retreats and um, events do you do? Yeah, well, I really weave in all types of different modalities, basically things that I really enjoy and that have worked for me. Um, I facilitate this type of breath work called entheo breath, which is a conscious connected breathing. And you, you're really lying down, you have a mask on and, and you breathe in this particular way through the belly conscious connected breath for an hour and what it's you're guided through music and with this particular method um it's a really hands-on healing there's a lot of body mapping and toning and compressing happening so you're really traveling deep into the subconscious so kava i always pair with this because it always helps us get into our bodies to receive such a deep practice and also we use kava as we come out of this to help ground us back into our bodies and to help us integrate the process and share so i weave in a lot of different type of movement modalities including yoga dance like different somatic things um different teachings we do excursions and based on where we are like we're going to mexico in um in December. So we'll have someone do a Temescal ceremony for us, which is basically the Mexican version of a sweat lodge. Um, so there's singing, praying and sweating. <laughs> and um, yeah, so lots of different modalities, truly, but always, always the foundation um, beginning with Kava. And then um, also to help us you know, through the, when we're doing, um, sharing circles, you know, I always use Kava as kind of this like social lubricant to get everyone really activated and engaged and present. Well, so I'm curious, um, and kind of going specifically back to, uh, the specific like retreats that you host and events, do you find, I mean, how many people have heard of Kava before and how many would you say have never heard of the plant? Like, um, for the retreat attendees? Yeah. Yeah. Most people coming to my retreats have usually um, sat either in ceremony with me or use or use the products that I share. Um, so most people are, are like semi-familiar. But okay. when I do um, like pop-up workshops, I live in San Diego, so I'll do lots of different pop-up workshops. And I would say a, like a quarter of the people that come okay. have tried Kava, which is just amazing to me because I feel like you know, it's this ancient, epic medicine. I'm like, wow, how did we not know? But I feel like, like I said, Kava has the spirit and like all these different medicines are, are have their time and like they decide when they want to be integrated into society. Like I feel like including cannabis, including psychedelics and, you know, including Kava, which is one of those plant medicine spirits. And um, I think it's really beautiful that, you know, we all have access to these incredible plants grown all over the world. Like it's such an amazing time to be alive, to sit and to share these different, different medicines with one another. Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, absolutely. I think that's true. I mean, it's pretty cool that what we have accessibility wise these days. And, uh, kind of, I mean, I, I do want to, I, I want to go back to kind of your products and product development. I'm, I'm just curious, 
um, just so our listeners can have an idea, but you mentioned you started with the, the tinctures first, right? Mm-hmm. Can you kind of describe like that process? Like was it a lot of like trial and error? And, you know, when we talk about like, you know, using, you know, plants and stuff, like I think there's, uh, and kind of like with everything you mentioned there from, you know, cannabis to psychedelics to kava, there's, you know, thresholds, there's like, you know, sort of doses that are dependent on the person. Like what was that process for you specifically, you know, working through your formulas and then. And how did that sort of, you know, the journey to, to the next products? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I also want to say too, yeah, all of our, our body chemistry and each and every human, we're all made up very differently. You know, we all have to find our medicines that work with us personally and you know what works for one person isn't going to work for someone else and you know these things waver in life so if you know we all have to kind of find our own what works for us um and so yeah I first started making tinctures and I used like a ridiculous high proof alcohol grain alcohol that's the only thing I like asked you know how do I make a tincture like that's what you do I mixed it together (laughs) made this really terrible tasting tincture but honestly it worked and it was effective and it worked for a really long time and then but you know family members were like oh my god kava is bad enough taste wise (laughs) for me I'm acclimated I'm sure you guys too um but yeah for for the lay person they're like what is this this dirt water yeah. so then you mix it with a grain alcohol so yes the, the it's been a process and a journey um so i started with the the, the tincture and i've since added um a little vegetable glycerin and what that helps do for me it creates a little bit of lubricant in the back of the throat and also has a little sweetness and it's really really nice and and so I started to make a non-alcohol version of that because um, a lot of people in recovery that don't do any alcohol and a lot of people that want to share with their children want something easy that doesn't have an alcohol base so I do just a glycerin base one um and that one's great i leave it for twice as long i do a cold extraction method nothing too crazy i shake it every day it's in these big jars and then i only filter it once so it's not super diluted it's really nice and then the alcohol free ones actually have quite a quite a nice taste with the sweetness of the glycerin um and then the the bombs kind of just like I was just the, the anti-inflammatory effects, the analgesic effects, the numbingness you get in the mouth. It's like, wow, this could really translate into the body. And so I started making um, the bones and, you know, trying different recipes and whatnot, but then also just like trying it on myself. I'm like, wow, this works. But is it just me? Am I thinking it works? Sharing it with people and really getting such good feedback. Like people were using it for their arthritis and their hands and it was just really lovely and people that were sharing it with others that weren't like friends and family that were like oh yeah this is great you know people yeah. were like this you know my grandma used this and she doesn't like oh, use natural awesome. things and it worked for her like I started feeling and hearing stories like that and so yeah I went ahead and started making well, more of them found a recipe that worked and well going like I, I'm like really curious on this bomb now <laughs> yeah, I know I'm so it. excited. That like, sounds awesome. <laughs> can, I don't know. Can you, can you give like more of a process and how you were 
Like what? Like testing it, how you were mixing it, like what you found to work and not work. Yeah, um, I went to right away into infusing it into an olive oil, um, and I first was using I was adding almond oil, okay. which I feel like went bad, um, like right away, like. That didn't work in the balm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was kind of just following different recipes I found online. And this particular recipe, I feel like the consistency is really, really nice. Like just enough beeswax to where it like holds together and a little goes a long way. Um, just enough shea butter. And then, um, yeah, the, the lemon balm oil. I don't use too much of that. Some, you know, more for the the essence of it, I feel like it's, it's an amazing, um, herb lemon balm is, and I really wanted to combine the two, but yeah. And then I was using it for like, you know, cramps and I was like, Oh, maybe I can use it for this thing that I have. And just kind of exploring where and how to use it. And then obviously just like sharing with people, like try this out. Oh, you got this ailment, like try this, see if it works and just kind of receiving different feedback. And I, I wanted to make it scentless um because i feel like a lot of men you know don't really love love yeah. the scent i don't know why yeah. personal just to men <laughs> like i can make it smell real pretty like <laughs> i could, so nice I could appreciate that <laughs> no, that's really cool that's awesome and so you made the tinctures and i know you do offer um kava like in a powder form so how did you go from the tinctures um to that yeah, well, actually, I guess that would be my first product because I was getting the kava powder from the farm of the kava bar that I first drank kava. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so same farm. That's awesome. But same, same farm, but then I, they started to run out. Like, they would, they would run out for their own kava bar, so they gave me their connection to a Fijian waka kava, which I've been using for the past 10 years, which I love. And I know you guys did a review recently maybe a, several of them on a Fijian waka kava and I just think for me that specific or the Fijian waka kava that I I receive has such this dualistic effect of relaxing the body yet really engaging and focusing the mind and also you know that beautiful heart opening effect so for me it really covers all the bases something that I could use during the day to help me relax yet yet focus on work um, or also in the evening to unwind because of its adaptogenic effects you know we know it'll just meet you exactly where you're at so this particular source that I have I feel like is has been my favorite. It has never given me a feeling of nausea. Um, like it always feels good in my body. So yeah, I like it. So, yeah, I like a good Fijian because um, they they tend to be more balanced, you know, yeah. versus like a Vanuatu strains usually are you know are very very heavy. Um, yeah. You know, sleepy time, but yeah, Fiji is definitely that more balanced. You do get the body relaxation. But also, it's not going to, you know, couch lock you. You can be a little bit more active with it. Yeah, I think it's good. It's like what you said, where it kind of meets you where you're at and, you know, what you specifically need at that time. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think that that sounds like it would be a great one to to use. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, the powder, I started just, like, baking kava for friends. And be like, hey, let's, like, get together and we'll, like, 
do this thing, but we'll have kava first. And I had a friend that had went to, did her yoga teacher training and I had just got back from Hawaii with kava. So she's like, oh, I want to share yoga with you. And I was like, great, I want to share kava with you. So we would drink kava. She would give me a personal yoga session and then we would sit and drink kava afterwards and chat and we're like, whoa, there's really something to this experience of like mind-body connection. And then hence was born this experience that I still offer and still offer with her. She lives in Minnesota, but is Kava Yoga, where we circle up, drink Kava, set intentions, and then we move into um, the yoga practice, and then we circle back up and share about our experience, and it's just so good. That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I love that. Was Was your family and friends pretty receptive when you were introducing Kava to them? You know, like when you first came back from Hawaii that first time, and you started talking about Kava, were they open and receptive to that or were they kind of like what are you talking about (laughs) no yes they were super open and receptive yes 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 very intrigued you know I think more my energy around it like they they felt and saw how I felt about it and I think that was more appetizing I think if I would have just been like shown them this bag of brown powder (laughs) that's (laughs) <laughs> like I don't know, Rochelle. This looks like drugs. <laughs> so actually, I I do want to go back. Um, since we were talking about products before, I we, we kind of move on a bit. But um, I know this is not Kava specific, but you have a product that is a collaboration with like one of our favorite bands. Stick oh figure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh great, you love Stick Figure. Yeah, do. So can you can you speak to that one a bit? Yeah, my my partner is the bassist. Oh wow! So I would make the guys. Yeah, we've we've been um, together, journeying together for over ten years now. So I would I would make them um, kava before on the road, and also you know this fire cider. You know, like hey, like this is great for like when you're touring and all the stuff. And um, Scott was like, "Wow, I really like this." Um, we should do like a little collaboration because you know it really helped him he really liked it and so we actually did a heartland kava tincture which is basically the tinctures that i make rebranded with um a stick figure label and also a fire cider which does not have kava in it but it is amazing i mean i don't know if you work with or use fire cider at all um so yeah we did those two um combination and they they have those available on their website and on their website you get like a small little bottle of fire cider and also a little tincture as like a little combo thing so yeah that's That's very (laughs) cool now what what is fire cider Fire cider is basically a fermented elixir. It uses a bunch of organic ingredients um, infused into apple cider vinegar for over a month. It like ferments in there and then you filter it and I add um, raw honey and then you can take like a spoonful a day to help um, ward off any infections or sickness and basically an ultimate immune system booster. Yeah. If you don't want to take a spoonful of it, you can like throw it in like salad dressing and mix it up that way. But honestly, I think it tastes really nice. It's pretty potent, like garlic, onions, jalapenos, horseradish, turmeric, ginger, lemons, and then the, the raw apple cider vinegar. Yeah, that's awesome. Charles um, will chug like apple cider vinegar like daily. That sounds yeah, like it would taste it. much better. <laughs> This but is, oh, yeah, so this beneficial. is so nice. It's so potent. Like, you really only need, like, a spoonful. I tell people, like, a 
spoonful a day, but you can also take like a spoonful after a big meal and it really helps yeah. with digestion. So it's awesome. Fire cider is, is amazing. Very cool. Well, cool. So That's- curious also, um, just cause there's probably a lot of stick figure fans out there, but do, do, does the whole band, uh, drink kava? They all have drank kava. <laughs> Whenever they would come over, like, for, well, you know, we all used to kind of live together in different parts of California, but they would come over for band practice. And of course, I'd be like, let's drink kava. Yes, kava. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, it's awesome. awesome. I always send, you know, Scott will sometimes use the kava, the, not the tincture with the alcohol, but the, um, Kava extract. Okay. Because um, it's nice and like soothing for the voice. Absolutely. You know, it's relaxing yeah. to the back of the throat and with the glycerin, it's really quite soothing. That's really neat. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, so let's talk about, um, so you're located in San Diego, right? Yes. Okay, let's talk about the Kava scene down in San Diego because I do know there is a couple bars in Southern California. It's growing, but um, what's the scene like down there in San Diego? Do you go to Kava Bar? I know there's Kava Collective down there. Um, how does that look for you? Do you see it growing? Is there a Kava community? Yeah, I think the Kava community is building. I've just been in San Diego for a year before that was living in the Santa Cruz mountains. We were up there for eight years. So I feel like I'm just like, I'm integrating myself into this community and I am, I'm such a weirdo because, like, I really like the kava that I get, and I've, I've, you know, not all kava is created equally, as we know, and not all kava bar experiences are created equally. And so, you know, sometimes I've gotten nauseous from different kavas because people are buying in bulk and not necessarily, you know, you really want that five-year maturity mark, all of those things. And I know that the kava I get hits those. Um, So I, I. I haven't been to any of the Cabo bars here in San Diego, but I will say that I've heard great things about Cabo Collective. Um, yeah, I know some Cabo bars can have like a very, and this is not to say that it's wrong or bad, but have very like a frat boy, <laughs> chug, chug kind of vibe. <laughs> People are drinking Cabo to like, you know, have a good time, which is awesome. It's perfect. Um, and I think, you know, there's just different approaches for different you know, experiences that you're creating. And I think I'm coming more from like the intentional, like spiritual side, which isn't yeah. necessarily right or anything, but um, that's kind of the way I choose to, to drink kava. But I love drinking kava socially. I just haven't made it out to any bars here. I think that's a really great point that you made though, is that everyone does use it for in different ways and that's okay. Like you said, it doesn't make either way wrong or right. It's just exactly what you said, how it works for you and how you need it best, you know, in your life. Um, so that's, yeah, that's awesome to hear. Um, so no, that's fine. We won't, we won't hold it against you that you have it <laughs> been out to them. <laughs> um, we'll talk next time and I'm sure I'll be to several, but like I'm, I'm already doing my, you know, I do a bunch of, um, workshops and events here myself. So I'm getting my fair share of call connection and community in that way. Oh, good. Um, yeah. That's well, awesome. Well, so tell us what the future of Ohana Kava looks like. Are you, um, you know, looking at more products down the line or you kind of looking to keep it the way it is? Like, you know, how does that look for, for you and your journey? Oh, my gosh. I have such high hopes for Kava in general. And I'm sort of just like waiting on the sidelines. Like, okay, Kava, and I'm watching it unfold and people share about it. And you guys doing your thing. I think it's so beautiful. You know, I really see people 
integrating Kava into um, their corporations, into business meetings, like drinking Kava instead of maybe even in addition to, or maybe instead of coffee um, for creative, for creativity purposes, you know, I just feel like it could be so good for businesses to build um, with their employees in that way. Um, You know, maybe even politicians sitting around like, Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? I feel like our country would be in such a better place if our politicians drink Kava. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, there's no room for discord or disharmony. All is well. Let's get on the same page. What's going on? That would be amazing. So that's sort of my like vision with Kava. I've in fact held, um, I used, I worked with a, a catering company out of Santa Cruz and was doing team building um, exercises with them where we would all drink Kava and like get to know each other and for the employees to really like drop in with each other on a different level rather than just in the work scene. And she said she saw the connection with her employees, the productivity, like everything excelled after these moments of connection like true um integration with one another so i really see people people integrating it into their businesses um and i would love to obviously play a, a small part of that in my community if i if i could um but yeah i would love to see um ohana kava products growing you know ohana you know representing the essence of family community tribe like that's that's really what i want to bring like people together and um, I want to continue doing retreats, and I am I'm working on <laughs> getting the um, courage to start my own podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Wanting to call it Kava Conversations and oh, just I drink Kava and talk to people. You know, get that social lubricant, and then <laughs> see what comes out. That's awesome! Yeah, like you that. absolutely should. I think that sounds like a wonderful idea. Yeah. Now, yeah. so as far as the products themselves go um if people wanted to pick these up is it right now is it strictly through the website or are you also in the uh, retail locations yeah i have retail locations at a lot of random locations around uh, the united states i have a spot that i'm in in mexico and in costa rica like it's really random and organic people usually reach out to me they're like oh we'd love to have your product so i have a list of some of those retail locations on my website but yeah mostly through the website is perfect. I ship all over the world. Um, so I have an Etsy and a website and, um, yeah, I'm shipping all over the world when I can. And yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Now as far as. And I'm always like available for questions or people are like, what's up with this particular thing on my website, there's a little chat button and it goes directly to my cell phone, like, like a text message almost. So I'm, (laughs) now you're gonna get bombarded with <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, i'll get random questions yeah well, i love to answer well as far as like the uh events that you provide if someone wanted to get in contact or potentially do those with you in person um how would they go about doing that yeah, you can email me through my website or it's ohanakava at gmail.com. Um, also, Instagram at ohanakava. And um, one of my retreat pages that I host with a friend of mine page, um, our um, Instagram for that is underscore alchemy retreats. Um, but yeah, anything kava related, ohanakava, 
Gmail, Ohana Kava Instagram, Ohana Kava Facebook, all the things. That's awesome. Well, I would love for you as we wrap it up to just leave our audience with, you know, your last just sort of um, just statement and, you know, just leave them with some words about, you know, Kava or whatever. And yeah. Yeah, I am just always truly honored to share Kava with anyone that feels interested in my past. um, You know, if you were to see me 20 years ago, I wouldn't be the same person. And I feel like this has, that Akaba has absolutely helped me in my evolution as a human, as a woman, as a partner, as a business owner. And I feel like it's such the people's medicine. You know, there's these so many different ways to, to dive deep and to, you know, you can experience all these different plant medicines where you really have to like extract out of your life to dive in Kava is so integrative and gentle and effective. And um, I really feel like it's, it's for so many people. And so if there's any inkling that is calling to you, um, I say, I say dive in because it's a very, very friendly and open um, plant. I like the way you put that. Yeah, that was beautiful. It's a very gentle plant. Uh, I think compared to also a lot of, you know, um, Things out there people, you know, can use or even, you know, some of the, the plant alternatives out there can be a bit of a, you know, a trip for some people. So, <laughs> no pun intended, maybe. <laughs> you know, yeah, like... I mean, and yes, there's a time and a place for that for sure. Like I've, I've sat in many ceremonies, ayahuasca, peyote, um, all those types and like there is a time and a place for sure and what's so amazing about kava it's so integrative like that this is something you can integrate into your daily experience um which is just yeah it's amazing yeah all right well rochelle thank you so much we um, really enjoyed this conversation and we're really excited to see um the future of ohana kava and all the excitement and stories that you have to to share on that journey Thank you so much. I really appreciate you and your community and what you guys are doing. No, thanks. And, uh, you know, hopefully you get the podcast going too. Yeah, we would love to to chime into that. I'm really excited for that as well. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye. (laughs) All right. Thanks for sharing. Thanks. Bye, guys.